You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Sarah, I have gone through the hellmouth and I have survived. <laughs> See, I, it wasn't so bad. You pulled the Band-Aid off. It's done. Uh, no, it was bad. No, it sucked. I know. It, it was, was absolutely bad. horrible. <laughs> it was one of the worst things worst things I can think of that I've done in a long time. But nonetheless, I came out the other side. Not sure if I'm exactly the same person. I could be possessed. I don't know that for sure. You don't know for sure. You were acting no. quite oddly all weekend. Yeah, well, that's because it was terrifying. Mm-hmm. But it happened, and it's done with. Because you have a ghost on your back now. Oh, gross. It's clung on to that, you. See, that imagery is not something I need. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, which you can subscribe to for $6.99 a month. The first week is free or available via podcast all over the internets, wherever podcasts can be found. All over the interwebs. And thank you for finding us. Mm-hmm. So we've got a bunch of stuff that we're going to get to today, but I think it's, it's important that we do just a brief... Amount of talking about. Well, I mean, uh, we can't give away, we can't give away what happened, but no, we can't because that's going to be. But let's just say, well, we both came out the other side. I mean, there was some speculation whether or not you were going to be here today. Well, let's explain what what that was. Okay. So, uh, as you know, our, our five year anniversary party is coming up on November fourteenth. You can get your tickets at funemploymentradio.com. Pick those up now. Now you can. You can go there, funemploymentradio.com, <laughs> and pick up your tickets. Uh, just we just want to make sure everybody gets them and. One of the things that's going to be happening there is the is we're going to be showing the results of the ghost investigation of my house that happened over this last weekend. That was so much. It was it was fun and terrifying and awesome, and <sighs> it was it, so it took about this was what about hours ten hours. ten hours I think yeah. that we were di- that we did this probably. Um, Everybody else is like out and about on the town, and we were <laughs> ghost hunting in Greg's house. Ghost hunting in my house. It was awesome. I will say this. You know, obviously, we're not going to give away too much. And, and to be honest, I don't know everything that's happened because I have to wait for uh, for Aaron and Derek because they're going to analyze the, the footage and the recordings and all that stuff. So they'll they'll be compiling that. There's video of all kinds of stuff that <laughs> that went on at this thing. And I will say there was there were some disturbing things. Some things that I wasn't, uh, I didn't like. I didn't like mm-hmm. that happened. There's, what else can I? What else can I say about this? Um, we went into all the places that there people wanted us to. There's some weird stuff that was back there. There is weird stuff that went on. There will be video that will be shown in audio at the listener party at the five year anniversary party. So that's the that's the place to see it, and that will be on November 14th. Get your tickets at funemploymentradio.com. Yeah, so our friend it's, Derek was the one that uh, that filmed this for us, and he yep. has these amazing, like really, because he's a filmmaker, so he has these incredible cameras, and I got to see a little bit of footage yeah. of some of the stuff, and it looked like, it honestly looked like something out of a horror movie. Yeah. And it's in your house. Yeah. I was never so happy to leave your house after that. I'm like, and I'm getting the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> Good luck sleeping next to the little door tonight, Greg. <laughs> yeah, that was a little bit uh, bothersome. Um, there were things found. There were discoveries made in the side room. So, of course, as I've talked about before, if you're, if you're a long-time listener to the show or even a short time, you probably have heard me talk about this because it's been the bane of my existence, the fact that I had to do this ghost investigation, which I have done and I've paid up for now. The bet has been paid in full. Results will be shown on November 14th. And with that, there were there were some discoveries that were made in the side room of my 
of my bedroom. So my bedroom is the converted attic in the house. The house is from 1907. I found some things that I have now been able to cross-reference and date items that were found that are believed to be from the year 1927. That I had enough is evidence, insane. I had enough evidence that I could cross, cross-reference cross these things that I found in the side room. And um, it's old. It's really old. There, were, there was enough that was written on there that I, I was able to do some research and mm. found, found it. So... And there was some. There, it we'll wasn't a say, wasted. I'm just gonna let me just say it was not a wasted night. It was not a wasted night. There's some. There's some stuff. There's lots of stuff. There's yeah. a lot of stuff. I yeah. know. Yeah. So the, all that will be revealed on November 14th at the network party. Get your get your tickets at funemploymentradio.com. Well, anyway, there it is. I made it through. Not sure if I'm possessed or not, but I'm gonna assume that I'm not. <laughs> well, I had. Um, well, that was awesome. I yeah. I barely like. I feel like I didn't get any sleep this weekend because yeah, it, it was so busy. I mean, like we were up super late for the ghost investigation. Yes, absolutely. And, and that's then, big. Thank you to to Aaron Duran and and Derek, and then uh, Scott Daly was was the esteemed assistant for this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, also helped with camera work and everything like that. And uh, Aaron Duran actually wrote and said that he couldn't be here today. He's got a bunch of stuff that came up work-wise, so he's not going to be in studio today. Well, let me tell you, speaking of Aaron Duran, this is a weird coincidence. So, uh, yeah, so we did the ghost investigation on Friday night, and then, like, I didn't get much sleep because on Saturday I had a bunch of work to do and then went to a a Halloween party on Mm -hmm. Saturday night. Right. And then had to wake up super early yesterday because I had to sleep uh, or because I had to work. So... Last night, I was like, all right, finally, I'm going to get some good night's sleep. I'm going to do mm-hmm. it. And I kept having all of these crazy dreams all night, including but not limited to this long, ongoing dream where Aaron Duran was hunting me and trying to kill me. What? I swear to God. It was, a, it was Aaron. In my dream, he, had, he was wearing his Green Lantern T-shirt. Like, it was exactly Aaron, and he had his glasses, and it was Aaron. It wasn't like a, oh, I think it's, you know, it, it kind of looked like Aaron. You know, like, sometimes when people look like people, and you know it's them in your dream. Yeah, where was this taking place? So this was taking place, I was in a house. It's it's the same, like, apartment slash house thing that appears in my dreams a lot. Where it's like this big old rickety building that's okay. kind of like a cross between, I don't know, something in, like, old-timey New York with all the, um, it's like a cross between, like, an old apartment building in New like York. Like a brownstone? Like an old brownstone. Okay. With, you know, like the strings to hang the laundry, like kind of one of those, but like also interspliced with like a sorority house. It's weird. It's like, but it's the same building that I'm in all the time. Okay. So anyway, I was, uh, I just knew that I was being like, somebody was trying to kill me and I couldn't figure out who it was, but I knew that they were going to be trying to break into my house at this like particular time at night. Okay. And I remember I was, so in my dream, I was so tired in my dream, I'm trying to sleep. So like I was in bed. In my dream, trying to go to sleep. All right. But in this apartment complex, there was a skylight right above my bed. So there was a big skylight. I don't know. It was like, um, I don't know, like three feet by two feet. Okay. And there was a skylight uh, and it was an angle thing. And as I'm trying to sleep, like I look up at the skylight and I see a hand kind of go across the skylight. And I'm like, oh, God. And, and I didn't even take a thought, like a second for me to think about it. I'm like, oh, God, Aaron's here. <laughs> It was like I knew, I knew that Aaron wanted to kill me. Are you like Ice T and surviving the game or something like that? Where where people are? I don't know that. Come on out! Oh, that's where they they take him, they helicopter him out into this wild area. He's supposed to be working for them, and then it turns out he's the game that they're hunting, the most dangerous game of all humans. Mm. And then they set him loose and give him like fifteen minutes to run off, and they hunt him the rest of the time. That's that spoiler alert for a movie from (laughs) nineteen ninety four, twenty year old movie. Yeah. Uh, is it like that? Like you knew, like he's always on the hunt for you. I don't know if he was always on the hunt for me, but I just knew that he was hunting me that night. And so I look, and it was like almost something. When I'm looking up, 
it was like uh, what's that movie? Sin City. It almost like the colors in my dream kind of turned to that. Okay. Where like his Green Lantern shirt was really green, but everything else was kind of like muted colors, and like there was like lightning going behind him. So I see like this hand. And I'm like, oh, fuck, that's Aaron. And uh-huh. then I see, like, two hands, and then I see him peek through the skylight. And it's Aaron with, like, his glasses. <laughs> and so Ew. I'm pretending to be asleep. Ew. Like, I'm, I have my eyes, like, you know, really closed, but I'm, like, looking. I'm like, fuck, that's Aaron. And so I hear him, and I see him, like, like he's looking in, and so I'm pretending to be asleep. I'm like, all right, if he gets away from the skylight, then I'll be able to run and hide from him. But he knows where I am now. And so then he crawls across the skylight, and I see the the Green Lantern shirt <laughs> as he's shimmying around, and I can hear him on the side of the like of the apartment he, like, complex skittering? house thing. No, he's just he kind of climb like, walls. No, he was like climbing on his stomach on the roof. Okay, but I knew I'm just like fuck. Aaron's going to try and kill me, and so th- I knew that there I had a back patio for some reason, and I heard him kind of sliding down toward the back patio. So in your dream, this is a recurring thing. He's always on the hunt for you. No, I don't know if it's a recurring thing. This is just what happened in the dream. Like, no, but I mean, in the dream, you said you knew it was him. Before I knew it, it was happened. him. So in the dream, you knew he was there to kill you. So this is obviously something you were quite well aware of. Mm. No, it was. It was. Something I was aware of. I don't know why. I don't know how. I don't know when. Okay. But I just knew that that he wanted to murder me. Okay. So anyway, so my whole dream consisted of me. It was like all slow motion where I'm trying to keep Aaron Duran out of my house and from killing me. Where I'm like locking all the doors. You know, and every time I lock one door, like I, f- I remember that there's like another door that I haven't yet locked. And like windows are all open and stuff. So this whole dream was me trying to barricade my apartment house thing. To keep Aaron Duran from killing me. As Aaron's skittering around on your roof mm-hmm. and, and looking in. Yeah. Why did he want to kill you? I don't know. I don't know. I you don't, don't know have any backstory. I just know that it's dangerous. Know. That is quite the coincidence that we did spend, uh, you know, 10 hours at my house in the middle of the night with Aaron mm-hmm. and going, th- you know, going through all this ghost investigation stuff. And then now all of a sudden he's not here at the studio. And yet you have a dream last night that he's on the hunt for you. I did. Are I was you almost worried like, that I was, like, I was looking forward to talking to him today. I'd be like, hey, do you want... He doesn't think you want to tell me. <laughs> Let me know what's uh, what's happening there. Huh? What it do you was think really unnerving. Did, I don't know. Did something happen at the ghost investigation that you're not telling us? Mm-mm. What like did Aaron he imply trying... something? No. Mm-mm. No, no, nothing at all. I don't know why. I never mm. would think that Aaron wanted to harm me. If you me. were a ghost, what would you try to tell us? Oh God. Nothing. You know? Did he say things like that or? Did he imply things like that? No, he. I never talked to him because I had just had to barricade him out of the... No, but I mean in, in during the ghost investigation. He did not say stuff like that during okay, the ghost didn't, investigation. Okay, he didn't imply those things. He did not. He didn't imply making you a ghost. No. Okay. That did not happen. All right. Okay. I'm, yeah. just, trying to, I'm just trying to ask. So I'm just saying it is kind of a weird coincidence that you know I was kind of looking forward to seeing him so that I could tell him about... Mm-hmm. Ask him what his deal was, why he wanted to kill me, mm-hmm. and uh, and then he's, lo and behold, he's not here. It's being noted in the live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live that it says... Uh, let's see, this is John and Boring. Aaron was the one that died, not Greg. Damn. Yeah, see? He's not here. Uh, I don't know. I've seen photographic evidence that he made it through the weekend. Okay. Well, I'm just saying. It's just uh, there's a lot of coincidence but then again, I haven't seen up. today, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Was this actually a dream, or were you the one hunting Aaron? I really do believe that seen... I didn't spend last night with Aaron trying to murder me. Have Have you ever seen that movie Brain Scan? It came no. out in like the early '90s, mid '90s. It was Edward uh, Furlong, and it was where he got a video game. You know, it's it's before like Xbox or any of that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But it was this new video game where you played the role of a of like a killer, and in the video game, you go out and you hunt people. 
But what it did actually, another spoiler alert from a 90s movie. I guess that's when I watched a lot of movies. So they, the, the movie takes over your brain in, in the middle of the night. Like this guy would wake up and then he'd hear, read about these so terrible murders that happened. <gasps> and then it turned was out. Was it him? It was him the whole time. It was him all along. Because the movie was brain scanning. That's what I'm saying. Is this something that actually Oh, happened? hence the name Were of the hunting? movie. Brain scan. Right. It was, okay. it was pretty, pretty in-depth stuff. And yeah, it is being noted that you do have murder spasms. So I'm no. wondering if it was you, in fact, hunting Aaron. And maybe Aaron was the one trying to get away from you. No, but I do. I, yeah. Oh, wait a minute. What are you going <gasps> to No, 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 nothing. That just reminded me. So I've told you about that Reddit thread that I'm obsessed with, right? That, uh, that Reddit's website. Reddit's No Sleep? Is that what it's it is? No Sleep, yes. And I know I'm like way late to the game. Like people have known about this for years and years I, and years. I don't, I don't read it. What, explain what okay, it is. Okay, so basically this, it's a sub, it's like a thread on Reddit that okay. is basically a community where people will write short horror stories, but every commenter and every story has to be treated as if it's real. Okay. So you're not allowed to be like, you know, someone tells a story and they're like, oh man, that's so stupid. That's fake. Every comment. You have to on, buy into it. And play you have along. to buy into it. Okay. You play along. So, like, as you're, um, oh, this is super nerdy now that I'm talking about it. You play, it's, it's horror, basically. Um, it's horror. Like, some stories are true, some are not, but it's, it doesn't matter because all of them are considered true. It's horror, ro- horror. Role, role playing, playing. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Okay, but it's horror. fascinating to me horror. because since it's on the internet, uh, but it's also you know horror stories that they can um, like people can tell these stories and also like upload pictures. Like say for example, like there's one story where like it's like uh, my dead girlfriend keeps text messaging me. Ew. Like there's there's stories like this. Like it'll the, and what you can do since it's interactive, like people can take screen caps of things. It's mm-hmm. so, like they'll be like, here's the text message that I got from her, and you can click on the link and see the screen cap. Of whatever it is. Okay. So it's really, or like someone's, you know, like walking around, they're like, okay, I saw this thing at the top of the staircase. Here's a picture of the top of the stairs. Or like they can do audio or take videos. So it's like an interactive horror role-playing story community thing. And I love it. But there's been this one that's kind of like what you were just talking about, about uh, brain scan. Uh Because there's this one about this guy who was uh, talking about how he was supposed to work that night. He's like a DJ at a club, and he was supposed to uh, go to this club to work. Um, decided that he was feeling pretty sick, so he's like, all right, I'm just going to stay home and so do this. This is somebody writing this story out and posting it as though it actually happened. This is a story. As if, and But you don't know. I mean, because some of them claim to be really... Yeah, whatever. Some of them really? could be true. Somebody's posting so on there. So the guy who just had a ghost investigation at his house yes. where he saw some weird stuff. I'm saying on a Reddit thread where there, there's somebody that's actually trying to pretend that this is real, where the entire thing is it's a game where you pretend things are real. Somebody's slipping in something actually that actually happened. Think somebody's like using it to confess like a crime they've committed. I don't know. There are some pretty good ones on there. Oh, no. well, yeah. this one in particular. So this guy is a DJ, and he was supposed to go work at this club, and he's like, oh, "I'm too sick," so he decided to stay home. And he watched um, like it's all specific. He's like, "Oh, I watched you know Fast and the Furious. I watched that all night and ate soup and went to bed." Um, the next day, his friends who all work at the club too, they're just like, "Oh yeah, last night was so awesome. You were great." And he's just like, "I didn't go there," but somehow. He had apparently showed up there, even though his roommate knew that he was there the entire night. So it's this whole like mind fuck. Like he's he was there. Like he you know he's on the videotape. Like people like he you know he talked to people. He made plans with people. He had talked to his best friend. They all thought he was fucking with him, but he was at home the entire night. It's like the doppelganger thing. <laughs> so I mean, that kind of sounds like the. And brain you're skin. claiming this one is real? Is no, I'm not saying? claiming it's real, but it reminds me of because it sounds kind of like like fucked up like that, like a like a doppelganger, or like somebody going out and doing bad things. And you don't know, and like people think that it's you. So this is your reason for why you're going out stalking Aaron Duran. I'm not stalking Aaron Duran. I am really tired, though. Yeah. What if I was up all night stalking Aaron? I could see that. Do you sleepwalk? 
I used to. Really? Mm-hmm. Like you would get up and would, did you sleep talk? I don't like have... talking about it. No, tell me about it because I, I don't think I've ever. S- I used to I don't sleepwalk. sleepwalk. I sleepwalked a lot. I still do um, every once in a while. Okay. Like if I'm staying at a place that I'm not familiar with and I have to like use the bathroom in the middle of the night, I'll get confused because I'll like follow the path like of my apartment. Okay. So I'll do that and I'll end up in like a closet or something. Weird. I've never like I, I won't pee in the closet, but I mean like I will end up trying to find a doorway and I'll like do it for about 15 minutes until I finally come to him like why the fuck am I in a closet and then I'll be like oh okay I'm just gonna go back to bed now yeah so you'll snap out of it in the middle of sleepwalking yeah sometimes if I get super confused like I but you don't remember at all getting up and walking Mm-mm. weird no what's it's the furthest scary. you ever sleepwalk uh down from I talked about this before and in, in, when I was in the sorority in college oh yeah you from the third floor all the way down into the basement and then back up to the third floor again and there was video of you doing this? No, or? there were people up. Yeah, that saw you? Mm-hmm. Did you say anything to them? I just said, oh, I'm so tired. And then I walked into the basement. Weird. Yeah, it creeps me out. I hate it. Huh. Sleepwalking's terrifying. Yeah, I don't I don't believe I've ever sleptwalked. Like, I, I apparently talk in my sleep, but I, I don't know about the... I don't think I've ever sleptwalked. That's, no. That creeps me way out. No, it creeps me way out, too, you think? See, and this is what I'm saying. I'm adding all these things together. I'm just saying, it's possible you've been doing some things. Is it like Tyler Durden where like I'm exhausted, I'm doing all these things that yeah, I just don't know. Yeah, why are you so I'm, tired? I'm so tired. Well, I'm tired because I worked all day yesterday and didn't get much sleep the night before. Yeah, but didn't did you get sleep last night? Yeah. Well, then why are you tired? I don't know. Huh. I'm just saying, I'm trying to put some things together here. And this is a little bit a little bit perplexing as to why you would be this tired. You sleepwalk. Aaron's not here today. <laughs> You claimed, now that you've got this cover story, that no, I dreamt Aaron was trying to kill me. Aaron was after me. Hmm. Which seems kind of odd that that would be going on. And so all these things are just kind of clicking here and making sense. Is this your elaborate cover story to where you're going to say, no, Aaron was trying to hunt me in my dream. It was probably real. I don't know where he is today. I'm probably running away. Cause you're he's... the one that talked to him and he said that he wasn't coming in today. Uh, I got an email. I didn't actually <laughs> talk to him. So I'm saying anybody with access to that email address could technically say I don't it. have access to Aaron's. Sarah, where's Aaron? I don't know. Let's get to the bottom of this I don't right know. now. Where is he? I didn't probably at home doing his work like he said he had to. Probably at home, huh? Okay, maybe we need to get get to the bottom of this because <laughs> sure, I'm he's fine. I'm starting to wonder now. Mm-hmm. I'm start I mean, uh, kudos to trying to put up this elaborate cover story. I will say I unraveled it in about 15 minutes. I've already taken it down and figured it out. Uh-huh. Because, you know, I am kind of a bit of a private detective. I'm a, a mental, private dick. A mentalist, if you will. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've already mentally unraveled what you were trying to put up there. But good job. Good job. So we'll see if we hear from Aaron anytime soon. You know what? He's actually not even coming in to do drive time live today. It was one that he's... Uh, he's, he's yeah, because he's totally busy. He, he just yeah, doesn't have time. He doesn't one. have time to do it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't he's have there, time. Yeah, huh? that doesn't, it's not suspect at all. He just right. can't. He just can't leave his house right now. Sure, that's not. That's he just not... can't leave his house. He's, he's stuck at his house. Huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's that's absolutely. That makes sense. That makes perfect sense, Sarah. What did you do with Aaron? <laughs> what did you do? Am I going to go on to Reddit now? And you've just you've just said <gasps> you that can some read things... a story just like your se- your secret app. Like when you mm-hmm. write all that messed up stuff is my Reddit no sleep, and I'm like I killed again last night. <laughs> I couldn't help. Have you myself. been secretly making confessions on Reddit no sleep? Is this what you're trying to tell us? Dude, imagine how many things I didn't even think about that. Like, imagine how many of like the fucked up things that I read are actually maybe like people c- confessing to crimes, but like they're doing it. Is under this the what you're trying of... to tell me? 
No, I'm Are not trying, trying to, to tell, tell you anything. Are you confessing on there? I feel bad after I kill a spider. I'm not going to kill a human. Are you secretly feel, feeling a little guilty no. about some of the things that you've done? Who else is is it, Sarah? What's in the box? Come on. What's, what's in, in the, the box? box? What's in the box? We're just going to get off of this Sarah's crazy train. And go to everybody else's crazy. Right. Is there a poster in Reddit that signs things Sarah without an H? What? I'm just curious. No. There are some really creepy stories on there, though. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Are you threatening me right now? Is that what you're doing? I'm just saying. It's pretty easy to write a new story on there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wrote a new story last night. I'm going to write one on there. I co-host this show. <laughs> I believe my co-host is killing people at night. She's threatening me, but... Is this a threat? Yeah. Stop looking at me. You're creeping me out. Why are you pointing to your neck while you're looking I'm at me? I'm not. My too? throat kind of hurts. That's why I was like, I was touching it for a second. Because you were up all night in the cold? Shut up. Did he try to fight back? I did have some bruising. I couldn't explain. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my and your World of crazy. Crazy. Greg, first up, I wanted to let you know about this. This isn't so much crazy as it is interesting, but I figured you have the right to know. Greg, if you're ever thinking of relocating to Chicago, now might be the best time ever because, Greg, Al Capone's house is for sale. Really? Now, I know that you're you're a big fan. No, I'm not. Don't say I'm a fan of Al Capone. I, I'm fascinated. Oh, guys, that's such troublemaking in this day and age. I'm not a fan of Al Capone. Well, no, I'm not a fan of what he did. I I am fascinated by um, by that whole period, like mafia and all that stuff. I think mm. that stuff's fascinating. Well, yes. Uh, so this is in the Greater Grand Crossing neighborhood, okay. and it's a red brick built structure. Uh, so it's a two story building. Yes, the home of infamous gangster Al Capone lived in uh, lived in it for quite some time. He actually um, lived there. Mm, let's see. Uh, let's see. Since uh, 1923 until I guess when he was arrested. Yeah, he was arrested. Um, well, I will admit I just watched the series finale of Boardwalk Empire mm-hmm. last night. They did uh, cover a little bit of Al Capone, who is a major character towards the last two seasons of the, of the series. The issues he was going with, because you know he was arrested by the IRS for tax evasion. That's how they were able to get him. Jail ends up serving time in Alcatraz. Well, for a mere $225,000, you could own a piece of Chicago's history. Nah, I don't think I'd need that. Okay, well, it's, uh, you know, it's also purported to maybe be haunted because uh, apparently his brother died in it, so. Oh. He'd be haunted by Al Capone's dead brother. All right. Whoa. <laughs> nah, I don't think I would want to stay in that. Yeah, I mean, Al Capone was, if we oh, go by Boardwalk Empire standards, he was pretty evil. Well, Boardwalk Empire is not exactly <laughs> an accurate historical account. Um, I was pretty sure I was watching the History Channel when that was happening. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he was a pretty awful person. He did some pretty bad stuff. Mm-hmm, he sure did. Alright, well, next up out of Duncan, Oklahoma. Police have arrested an Oklahoma woman on meth charges after she claimed that she was legally entitled to having the drug on her and smoking it because it was part of her Wiccan religion. And they could not squash her Wiccan beliefs about her meth habit. Wow. 
It's true. Uh, so this Wiccan practicer her name's Lori Potarf. Uh, so Duncan police arrested Lori Potarf um, after they pulled her over with a tail light out, and officers found that both she and her occupant were carrying velvet uh, Crown Royal whiskey bags. We all know what those look like, like the purple drawstring yeah. bags, mm-hmm. uh, containing drug paraphernalia with methamphetamine residue. Now, Portaf allegedly told the officer that she is entitled to possess meth because the use of the drug is part of her beliefs as a Wiccan. <laughs> and she is legally protected by her beliefs. Well, she wasn't, and she was arrested on possession of narcotics and possession of drug paraphernalia charges. So she was unable to get out of the charges due to her Wiccan beliefs. So um, just so you guys know, that doesn't that doesn't work. Do you think that's what the guy in the, uh, the guy when, when you were in the cemetery that you saw reading from the Wiccan book staring at one of the mausoleum? That would make more sense. Yeah, you think he was doing meth? He could be a little methy. Yeah. Is that, can you do that? I mean, obviously you can't in Oklahoma. Oklahoma, by the way, the only meth thing that I can relate to that is when I had to... One of my former co-workers used to work for this company that handled um, like medical claims. Mm-hmm. And one of the customers in there from Oklahoma that he had to speak with all the time on the phone, heard she named her daughters Crystal and Meth. Or no, cocaine and crystal. Excuse me. It was cocaine and crystal. Who names their child cocaine? Cocaine and crystal. Those were the two daughters' names. What? Yeah. Like, true story. Absolutely true. Oh, my God. Cocaine and crystal. So, anyway. How can you legally... How can somebody be legally allowed to name their child cocaine? I I mean, it's a name. People name their kids uh, Shafid. What was that? uh, Cherries, waffles. What was her name? Cherries, waffles, something or other, yeah. Cherries, waffles, I can't remember her last name. Yeah. That was my favorite. Some people just shouldn't be allowed to name children. No, no. There should be a process, you would think. Wow, David in the chat says that he met two classy girls in Vancouver called uh, Ferrari and Sierra. <laughs> <laughs> like Sierra the truck, Sierra. Wow. And Ferrari. Keeping it classy. Uh, speaking of classy... Of course, every year when there's some, you know, horrible thing that's happening, people like to make light of it by um, perhaps making Halloween costumes out of things. Like, remember when Steve Irwin got speared by the... Oh, yeah, you're talking about awful costumes. Yes, like awful costumes. There's the one with Ray Rice that we won't talk about. But there is another one that's on sale that um, a company called Brands on Sale, which is a costume website, is selling. And I shit you not, it is actually... There was a previous one that was proven to be a hoax. This one is real. Brandsonsale.com is selling a sexy Ebola containment suit costume. Oh, wow. Sexy. How on earth do they make that sexy? Ebola containment suit costume. I'm curious. Uh, let me tell you about it. So it's a... It's, it's a biohazard suit they're wearing. But... A mere 50... Oh, it's a sexy one, though. It's okay. sexy. So for a $59.99, everyone can see that you're a gaping asshole. Ew, that is a very... Disturbing. All right, well, let me tell you about them. Just used. I don't know if that needs to be used again. All right, so let me tell you about this. Uh, so there's. Uh, it's not only just for women, Greg. You can also be a sexy man in a uh, sexy Ebola containment suit. Although yours is seventy nine ninety nine instead of fifty nine ninety nine. Okay. So uh, here's a sexy Ebola containment suit. So the item details. This is really, honestly, what it says. Okay. As the deadly Ebola virus trickles its way through the United States, fighting its disease is no reason to compromise style. Okay. Are you listening? Yeah. Uh, yes. 
The short dress and chic gas mask will be the talk of Milan, London, Paris, and New York as the world's fashionistas... Chic gas mask? Yes. Seek global solutions to hazmat couture. <laughs> hazmat couture. Hazmat couture is what they're calling it. So, so how exactly... Fe- do, do you want me to tell you the features of it? Yes, please do. All right. So the features... Uh, so this costume for fifty nine ninety nine for the ladies, it features... Um, a white Ebola costume dress, white Ebola face shield. Oh, excuse me, not a white Ebola face shield, just an Ebola face shield. A breathing mask, safety eye goggles, blue latex gloves. Now, for the men, I guess this doesn't have sexy in front of it. Oh, well, that's not fair. It's just the men's uh, Ebola containment. That's sexist in its own right. Why can't sure I have is. a sexy Ebola costume? I know. Well, Greg, because you can get the women's one. Okay, what does what what comes with the men's? All right, well, there's a, I just posted a picture of the men's. It's just a biohazard suit. Yeah, so this one says this item details says uh, the deadly Ebola virus has landed in the U.S. and the crisis has reached new levels of domestic escalation. You are sure to be prepared if any outbreak happens at your Halloween party. This will literally be the most viral costume of the year. Wow! How bad do you want to be the person that writes these descriptions? Oh my god, that would be so amazing. I could see you doing this. That's what my. Has that's, what my, that's what my sister does. Or she did right, she at her old job. Halloween costume descriptions? She writes descriptions for... She worked for a, a very popular online uh, clothing company. Like a, I don't know, like a place... A company that sells like clothes and shoes and everything. And okay. um, So her job was to write the descriptors. She for, was like Elaine? She was Elaine. Yeah. Exactly. So she would write product, product descriptors, especially... She would send me like some of the pictures of the hideous things they had to sell, and she's like, oh my god, I have to try and Spring explain. is in this year, and so are these shoes. And our <laughs> model wears them, and like things like that? Totally things like that. Okay. Which is awesome, because That would be kind of fun. No, she's a great writer. I mean, it, she liked... It, she really liked doing it. She was really good at it, too. Okay. I, I, I could get into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, so there you have it. So if you want to offend every Sexy person Ebola. that you encounter. Here's our erotic AIDS costume. Here God, is cancer. Pro- wow. I'm just saying, if you're going to go... going to go this way. Going to go, go all the way? They should call it erotic Ebola. That's what... That would have rhymed a little bit better. That would have flowed a little bit better. Erotic Ebola? Yeah. I have never in my history on this planet of dressing up for Halloween sexy syphilis. dressed no. as a sexy anything. Really? Never. Uh. I mean, you saw me. God, you saw my costume this weekend. I dressed as a as a crazy like head of a circus freak show from the twenties. Yeah, for a series that's been out for like for three, three weeks. weeks. Yeah. yeah, but I wear yeah crazy makeup and a like a suit. Yeah. That's what I wore. That's my sexy. I, f- I kind of feel like your sexy is always just one degree away from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm. Which is not sexy. Uh, speak for yourself. Tim Curry? Tim Our- Curry, yeah, no. Mm. No. Well, I believe that he's sexy. Uh, next up, so, you know, we were talking about the ghost investigation earlier, so this um, this made me think of you. So this is out of Leamington Spa, England. Leamington Spa? Leamington Spa, England. Gosh, England is, it's very creepy, especially like if you go on the outskirts of like outside of London. I remember uh-huh. staying in Bath for a few days. That place is haunted as fuck. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So this is in Limington Spa. All right, so get this. So this is a British train station in Limington Spa. It's been plagued notoriously and so much so by hauntings 
that they have actually had to hire what they call a supernatural liaison officer to deal with complaints of nuisance apparitions there. <laughs> this place is so haunted that they actually had to hire a supernatural police officer, like a police officer of the supernatural, uh-huh. to try and control whatever's happening sure. in this, poli- in, in this uh, train station. So this guy's uh, name is Nick Reese. He's been hired to serve as the supernatural liaison officer. Uh, so this place was built in the 1800s and has been subject to numerous ghost encounter reports from passengers and staff while they're sitting there waiting for the trains or working. Um, so there are apparently a lot of haunted areas in this. Uh, one of them is a disused basement on Platform 3, which has a partially blocked off staircase that leads to nowhere. Wait, so why is anyone going down there then? If it's blocked off, people are going down there and then having to call the, the investigators in? No, I think that that's where they hear stuff from. I don't think that they're in the blocked-off staircase. Okay. I think that's where noises and such are coming from. Well, it is a basement at a train station. I would assume there's... I would just ignore what's going on down there. Yep, that's true. Walk away. Don't go near it. Well, uh, a lot of the things that happen, the staff and uh, patrons regularly see and hear things, including doors slamming and electrical equipment turning on and off for no apparent reason, which is probably not good in a train station. Yeah. If the electrical equipment is turning on and off. So what exactly do they do about it? So uh, they say, well, I guess they have to monitor it to make sure it doesn't get out. It just says a liaison officer. So I guess a liaison is serving, you know, as the bridge between <laughs> apparently the supernatural and the humans. This who are person there. found a sweet gig. I wonder right? if they went and gave the original pitch to be like, no, here's what you guys need. You need to open up a position for this. We're gonna need a 401k. We're gonna need. A well, but we'll talk about full. that later. We'll, well talk about that later. Oh, wait, really? Okay. No, 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 no. I'm talking, I was oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. playing along uh-huh. with you. Yeah, and I can see that. And then, then being like, well, all right, you're right. There is a need for this. Yeah, so this guy has totally convinced them to hire him. <laughs> and uh, it's called one of the most haunted places on earth. And I kind of want that job. I know. Yeah. Like, no, nah, no, nah, I'll, I'll keep the ghosts uh, calm down. Don't, don't you worry about well, it. Well, if this weekend proved anything, I think you'd be a pretty good liaison between. Ugh, Ugh. That was unnerving. November 14th at the Fun Employment Radio mm. listener party. Anyway. All right, and finally, we do have one more story. And this has to do with a girl who will never, ever, ever be able to live this down in what I'm calling the most embarrassing shoplifting bust ever. So this happened in South Carolina to a girl named Carla Farmer. Now, Carla Farmer... South Carolina. Oh, I feel so bad for Carla Farmer. Carla Farmer, 18 years old, and has been arrested after being caught stealing from a Spencer's gift store. Now, she wasn't stealing any, you know, like, kooky Slipknot t-shirts or a... Is that, is that what Spencer still sells? Oh, Slipknot and I would um, assume Mudbane so. shirts? Oh, I'm, I think so. I mean, I okay. went in there to buy those truck nuts for Ryan's car a year ago, and they still did. Yeah. No, she wasn't done doing that. Carla Farmer was arrested for stealing fuzzy handcuffs, the brand Rock Hard Erection Cream, (laughs) and Deep Throat Desensitizing Spray from a mall store. Wow. Yes, Carla Farmer first swiped the cream. She's 18? She's 18. How bad does she wish that? I mean, she must have just turned that because if she was 17, her name wouldn't be released. No. Yeah, just reached adulthood. Bam! There you go. Yeah, you're going to be known as the girl who was stealing rock-hard erection cream, fuzzy handcuffs, and deep throat desensitizing spray deep from throat Spencer's. Girl. Yeah, she's going to be deep really Deep throat popular. Carla. 
She will be really popular. Well, Carla first uh, stole the cream and deep throat spray from the Love Unit, which in other news, Spencer says a love unit. Uh, the Spencer store. Now, after exiting the business, she decided to wander around the mall a little bit, and then she returned a few minutes later to steal the handcuffs as well. So she's like, eh, all right, I've got the erection cream. I've got the desensitizing spray. Handcuffs. Forgot the handcuffs. <laughs> well, mall security was uh, alerted to Carla Farmer's thievery. And they were able to detain her, and they handcuffed her. Teen- handcuffed her. Well, not with her handcuffs, with their handcuffs. When she fought them and tried to flee, of course she would, because if you know, holy shit, I just stole erection cream and desensitizing throat spray. But she came back again. She came back to steal the handcuffs. She must have really wanted those. She's just not. Well, All she right. tried to flee. However, she was unable to do so. Police uh, did a search on Carla Farmer. When they went into her purse, they recovered the Spencer's merchandise as well as a bra and two pairs of underwear. That she had stolen from Victoria's Secret at the same mall. She was ready for a party. God damn. The farmer has been charged with shoplifting and booked in county jail on misdemeanor count, and she was released from custody last night. <laughs> that is the most... Seriously. Oh, that sucks. So there you go. If you're going to shoplift, be better at it. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you're going to be... I mean, how much could that possibly cost? Well, I don't think it's a matter of cost. I think it, she was probably just embarrassed. I mean, oh, embarrassed, too embarrassed to buy it? You think that's that's what it was? Well, yeah, I mean, who wants to go in the store and be like, oh, can I get... S-? I'm not even going to say that so that somebody can take that out from me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I think that's. I don't think it was money. I think it was embarrassment. Well, looks like it paid off for it. Well, Carla, you really should have just gotten over it because the Spencer's <laughs> person doesn't give a shit if you want to get your desensitizing throat spray. <laughs> So there you have it. That, my friends, is your world crazy. Wow. Oh, God, that poor girl. I actually feel bad for her. Well, I mean, let that be a lesson. Learn Carla's lesson. <laughs> Carla had to learn the lesson for you. Also, why why do would you go to a mall to a Spencer's to buy, like, sexual products Because like you're that. 18. If she's 18, she's There's, probably... Aren't there still adult stores around? You can go to an adult store. If she's too scared to buy something at Spencer's, like, I don't think that she's going to be walking into a sex toy sh- store. Yeah, but I mean, you're going to the mall at Sp- Spencer's in the mall. That would seem like the most awkward place to buy any kind of a sexual product. Well, like, she's... I know, but she didn't buy it. She stole it. Well, I know, but for any... In general, though, they sell it there. Yeah. Yes, she stole it from there because, yeah, who wants to be seen buying something at Spencer's? That would just make me uncomfortable. Like you're standing next to a bunch of kids and buying Slipknot shirts. And you're like, yeah, I'll take this. I'll take this. Take the Rock Hard Desensitizing Cream and the uh, or the Desensitizing Deep Throat Cream. Oh. Some pick handcuffs. Yeah, no, I, I mean, why wouldn't you just go to an adult store? Again, because she's 18. What, are you just saying that she's, you're pleading ignorance for her? She no, no, no. I'm just saying I think know? that she's, I mean, if she's growing up in South Carolina, which I'm sure probably isn't conducive, maybe it doesn't have, you know what, if it's South Carolina, maybe they don't have, you know, rampant sex stores like we do in Portland. Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's possible. All right. So you go to Spencer's at the mall. There you go. Wow. For your desensitizing throat spray. <laughs> All right. Oh, Carla. She is going to be popular. Oh, Carla Farmer. All right. Should we do a little bit of a... <laughs> I don't know. I don't even want to do the transition. Don't do it. I'm not going to. (laughs) All right. 
I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right, it is a potpourri of balls. A little bit of a smattering. A little bit of this, a little bit of that over the weekend. I will say this, of course, every Friday, right here on Fun Employment Radio, I make my predictions regarding college football. Oh. And let's just say this. Biggest upset of the weekend? Well, you didn't need to watch it because you heard about it here first. LSU knocking off Ole Miss. Mississippi, the Rebels. They were ranked number three. They lost this weekend. As I said they would. Talk about somebody who's psychic, somebody who can see things before they happen. It's right there. All right. You don't seem impressed. I want some more. Because I know a little bit more impressed. Because I know that you're guessing. I'm not guessing, Sarah. This is years, (laughs) years of of hard work and practice and analyzing the numbers and statistics and stuff like that. And it all paid off this weekend. Anyway, moving on to ball talk. In our potpourri smattering of balls, there's this story. It comes out of uh, Alabama, where. It must be pretty good to be Nick Saban. So Nick Saban Who's is a, Nick Saban is the head coach of the University of Alabama. Essentially, he's the king of Alabama. Like if Alabama had a king, it would be Nick Saban. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm following you. Yeah, Nick Saban. For, formerly, you know, maybe Charles Barkley would be up there. Bo Jackson, maybe, maybe more deserving. But Nick Saban would be king of Alabama. So mm. that's just what we'll call him from now on. Okay, Nick Saban, King of Alabama. King of Alabama. Gotcha. So he's coach of the University of Alabama where he's won, what, three national championships in like the last five years or something like that, something ridiculous. And because of that, since football is everything down there, football is huge. It is It is life. Football is life. I don't want your life. There we go. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. You know what? I'm probably better for it. That movie's terrible. Probably. Here's one of the bonuses for Nick Saban that's just coming out about how uh, his living conditions are. So after he won his the national championship last year, January of 2013, that one. So that was for, I guess, the 2012 season. Keep in mind, he makes, let's see, about $6 million a year. Public employee for the state of Alabama. $6 million a year. It's a meager $6 million. No big with deal. bonuses for like every time that he wins something, there's all kinds of stuff. Like that's the base salary. Well, on top of that, just to make sure Nick Saban was happy, a booster group from Alabama went ahead and bought his home from him, so that he would have all that cash and pays the taxes every year, so he can live there for free for the rest of his life. Wow! So he's got a, a home that he bought it was a 2.9 million dollar home. This booster club bought it back from him for 3.1 million. Pays the taxes every year for him. It's an 8,759 square foot home. Jesus. That he just gets to live in for as long as he wants. Well, good for him. The uh, thing said, we want to keep him happy. We think he is the best coach in America. So even when he retires, he still gets to live there. Get to be Nick Saban, King of Alabama. Well, King of Alabama. King of Alabama. Moving on to ball talk. Potpourri sports. Here is a lesson about social media. And what you probably shouldn't be posting. Also, this I don't know if this dude, if I should respect this guy or not. So it has to do with a Notre Dame football player by the name of Brent. And my, uh, let me just pull this up here. Got a little issue. 
just pulling up the story so I have his name. But now Sing Google a song is, about Google it. is not working because it is being lame. Come on, Google. I need to find the name of the guy from Notre Dame. Google, don't be lame. Don't be lame. Google, I need to find the name of the... Justin Brent. 18-year-old freshman wide receiver. Has kind of made a lot of news lately because there was a picture posted of him attending a New York Knicks game. And then later on, a quote-unquote selfie with him and this woman. So I guess it's a a doubly. I don't know what you call that. Taken from a bed of this 18-year-old freshman wide receiver from Notre Dame with 42-year-old Nalen Palin star Lisa Ann. The porn star who played... Oh, Nalen Palin. The porn star who played Sarah Palin in the Nalen Palin... Uh, porn spoof Lisa Ann and this 18 year old freshman apparently an item and he's been posting pictures of the two of them now keep in mind Notre Dame is also a Catholic university and one of the main things they have for their social media platforms are don't post those kinds of things don't post pictures you know premarital sex pictures all that kind of stuff oh yeah and you know he posted pictures of them in bed now granted they weren't necessarily Engaging in something. But nonetheless, he's not too bright. Yeah, that doesn't seem like the So he is in a bit of a trouble there. Although in some ways you could say, way to go, dude. Justin Brent. <laughs> Moving on in Ball Talk. We will go to uh, we'll go to go to this. Here's an here's an idiot from the NFL. Although there's a lot bigger idiots than this guy. Still he's kind of a moron. And that is Tennessee Titans running back Sean Green. Sean Green was arrested on Friday night on multiple charges after attempting to avoid a ticket for parking in a handicapped area. So this guy, I guess, went to the mall, came out, he had parked in a handicapped parking spot, and one of the parking attendants from the mall approached him upon that uh, when he was walking out and was trying to write him a ticket. He ignored the guy, got in his car, backed up, and just took off, almost hitting the officer while they, they were trying to get write him a ticket. It was just going to be a ticket. For parking in a handicapped spot, a that's you know that's an ass thing to do, but it's a ticket. Mm. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. Until you try to run off from paying this, and then he got stuck at a traffic light. So it's the classic like thing of like where you go go by and flip somebody off or moon somebody in traffic, then you get stuck in the traffic stuck light, light right there. Yeah. So the officer went ahead and kept on approaching him. Took off again. Ended up becoming a police chase, where he uh, did get away. The he was uh, charged with. Failure to stop, halt, frisk, driving on a suspended license. He had a suspended license on top of that. Reckless driving and illegal parking. So according to the Tennessean, Franklin police informed the Titans, because they knew who he was, Mm -hmm. who then contacted Green to tell him that warrants had been obtained for his arrest. It's like, you're on video everywhere, dude, and you play for the Titans. (laughs) Of course they're going to know who you are. You're not going to get away with it. You're not getting away. So he had to go in and turn himself in. He posted a $2,000 bond. On a Friday, and then he's going to be facing all of those different charges, all because he tried to run. Hey, well, first off, don't park in a handicapped parking spot. Secondly, accept the ticket. It would yeah. have been a lot easier. And thirdly, again, don't park in a handicapped parking spot yeah. if you don't have a handicap pass. And then try to run from the police. Moron. All right, finally in Baltac, we've got this. This is, of course, having to do with the World Series, which the World Series is now tied. Two games apiece. No, wait a minute. No, San Francisco nope. went up. Yeah, last San Francisco night. went up one. Mm-hmm. Uh, San Francisco is ahead in the series now, three games to two. 
I have my, my friends are very divided. Like, I have an equal amount of uh, Royals fans and Giants fans that yeah. know, are both rooting for their teams. Yeah, well, it's either... I think pretty much it's either you are, you are already a Giants fan, and so you're going to stay a Giants fan, obviously, or you're not a Giants fan, in which case you root for the Royals. Mm-hmm. I think there's very few people that are actually legitimate Royals fans, although there's some. I know a couple you know, that maybe grew up in that area. Exactly. Yeah, the, the legit Royals fans I know are ones that grew up. Yeah, like but in, I mean, other than that, though, I think people are rooting for the Royals just because they're the small, the underdog going against the Giants who have won two World Series in the last four years or whatever it is. Anyway, Giants went up. But there is something else that happened before the game, which is generating a lot of press today. And it had to do with the National Anthem. So the National Anthem at the Giants game was performed by somebody from Massachusetts. And that was Aaron Lewis from Stained. Now, I don't know if you remember Stained. Of course. I worked on Rock 101 KUFO. Of course I remember Stained. It's been a while. Oh, God. And everything I can remember. I actually didn't mind that song. Yeah, They're not the worst band to come out of No, no, no. There were... There's there's worse bands. In the context of all the shitty songs we had to play, Stained wasn't... The yeah. worst, yeah. There, there are there are worse, mm-hmm. worse bands, um, but it is still an odd choice to have him sing the national anthem at the Giants Stadium like, because he's not from San Francisco. He's from Massachusetts, but nonetheless, he was the one singing. I'm going to just go ahead and play this for you. See if you can point out where something went wrong. All right, I don't can you see by the dawn's early. What so proudly we hail We're so gallantly streaming Whose broad stripes and bright And uh, it was right back there. So are people angry about this? Uh, Yeah, people are ripping on it pretty hard. It was kind of funny in the actual live video. They show Tim Lincecum. Because they're just showing shots of the players, you know, as they're singing along, and shots of the crowd, and then back to him. And then they showed uh, Tim Lincecum, like, right when he did that, he starts smiling. Cause he, <laughs> I'm presuming that he noticed the mistake. Let me ask you this. Does he still have that bitchin' eyebrow ring? It's a good question. I remember his eyebrow ring was always so distracting. You know he's wearing sunglasses, so I can't oh, tell. Oh, damn it. I can't tell if he does or not. I remember it was still always distracting because it was just hanging in his eye. I'm like, that's not the way it's supposed to work. Yeah. Yeah. What is his name? Aaron Lewis. Aaron Lewis from Stained. Yeah, Keelan's reminding me of the Uh-oh, which is uh, Carl Lewis's famous famous version. God, it was it's so amazing. I might have to pull that up when we end ball talk. Oh, God. So Aaron Lewis, he has issued a public apology saying, sorry, I fucked up, and he was very embarrassed about it. However, along with that apology, has surfaced video of him at a concert where he openly rips on Christina Aguilera when she messed up or during the Super Bowl. <gasps> he did? A couple of years ago, he completely ripped on her on stage. That's saying, why you never I don't do get that these, shit. That's- I don't, it's like basically him saying, I don't get these celebrities that mess up that song. And then lo and behold, there he is being the one that messed up. So <laughs> it is it is rather rather amusing. Oh, yeah, because as soon as you're vocal about that kind of shit. like Oh, yeah. I mean, this was like two or three years ago that he made that video came out. 
probably like three or four years ago, maybe even. Mm-hmm. However, it of course researched, resurfaced. He has apologized, saying, "I am completely torn up." Well, <laughs> yeah, well, what dude, a dick! Like, up. if he's gonna do that, like he totally was asking for that. Then oh, I can't believe how. Bad yeah, that is. was, and that was four years ago that he did. That he that he ripped on her. We're so gallantly streaming. It's supposed to be at Twilight's last gleaming. I think I do need to find the Carl Lewis national anthem though, really quick, just to end this. So Aaron Lewis making a mistake. Unfortunate for him. Good, I'm glad he's embarrassed if he was making oh, fun of Oh, he's embarrassed. Else. He is quite embarrassed about it. Still a weird choice. With everybody from San Francisco, of all of the singers and stars, I'm sure they could find to sing it. Mm-hmm. Aaron Lewis was the choice. There we go. All right. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk, and we're going to leave with Carl Lewis with the, the ultimate national anthem fail. got to know his limitations. Carl Lewis apparently didn't see the movie. If his rendition of the Star-Spangled Banner prior to the Nets-Bulls game last night is any indication... Ah, uh, I thought this was going to be the actual... Okay, here we go. That's fine. Anthem. All right, are we all ready? Here we go. Oh, 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 say can you see and the rockets that Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'll make up for it now. For the land of the free. <laughs> that is so awkward. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I forgot how awkward that was. It is amazing. Okay. <laughs> it is the it is the greatest fail of all time. Like there's for a national anthem. You really can't top that. No. Not even Roseanne's one where she just started screeching and stuff. It doesn't top that. Carl Lewis is the all-time champion. Well, Roseanne's was just disrespectful. He was yeah. just like, oh. Was just like, oh. <laughs> I'm in over my head here. <laughs> Everyone's had that uh-oh time where you're just like, fuck. Well, because I remember he Shouldn't was... Shouldn't have done that. <laughs> he was trying to be a singer, I think, at the time, where he was trying to come out with like his <laughs> like albums, if I remember correctly. <laughs> it's like, no, Carl Lewis, you stick to running. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right. There we go. And for Derek out there, dang. dang. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you are listening to Fun Employment Radio, A, number one, you are awesome. Also, I want to remind you to go to our website at funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link if you're going to be buying anything from Amazon. Or go to the Cyber Mall, which is on the right-hand side. You can click on that Cyber Mall for all kinds of different online venues where you probably shop anyway. Just click on our website first. That's all you need to mm-hmm. do. That's all we're asking for. If you're going to go to Amazon, just go to FunEmploymentRadio.com. Click on the Amazon link, and bam, your job is done. And oh, my goodness. helped us out tremendously. And while you're there, pick up your tickets to the five-year anniversary party. Well, speaking of Amazon, real quick, we do. Our friend Vicky actually posted on our Facebook page at Fun Employment Radio. Excuse me, Facebook.com slash Fun Employment Radio. She wrote, uh, I order from Amazon a lot. I listen to several um, other podcasts that ask me to go through their site to order, but I always go through yours. Can't wait Yay. for the listener party. Very happy that you're having it on a Friday. Thank you, Vicky. Love you guys. We love you, Vicky. Thank you very much. Yay. That reminds me of something else. Actually, we have a birthday that we need to uh, mm-hmm. to address. It was a birthday that I believe was yesterday. Okay, tell me more. But we have we should give the happy birthday today. And that is for our friend Kenda. 
Oh, Kenda! Kenda. It was Kenda's birthday. I believe it was yesterday, Kenda. I'm making sure I have that right. Yes, that was yesterday. Okay, cool. And uh, we need to say a very special happy birthday. Kenda, we hope you had a wonderful birthday. And because we didn't, well, we didn't have a show yesterday. No, we didn't have a show. But she gets an extra birthday day, right? (sighs) Let me consult the rules as the purveyor of the birthday rules and the overall, you know, overarching... uh, person who would be in charge of that, a lord, if you will, of birthday rules. Uh, yes, I w- I'll say oh one my God. extra day granted. An extra day has been granted. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Oh, hot damn right. Oh, are you getting those pipes warmed up for courage? Yep. Well, that's going to be a little bit of today. Mm-hmm. Is that what start. you're doing today? I am going to be doing a little bit of practicing for that. Okay. Yes, indeed. Courage. November 14th at the Fun Employment Radio 5 Oh, it's getting party. close. It's getting very close. Oh, my gosh. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Also, really quick, premiering today on the Fun Employment Radio Network, while back in action, Yes, is the Dally Sessions. Oh. The Dally Sessions returning to Fun Employment Radio. If you're listening live, it's going to happen in about, about a half hour. 2.30, I believe, is when he's going to start, including some very special liners that we made oh. for him yesterday. They are very good. Okay, cool. They're ridiculously cheesy. So the Dally Sessions at 2.30. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. Bye, guys. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.